Hello everyone, and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes, and I'm joined here by my co-host Demetrius. Hello, hello. And Saeed. Howdy, howdy, howdy do. Look well, at me, me tell you... I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you what we're about to do. Before we even hop into talking about quote unquote, Ooh, that's a nice trash. segue. <laughs> Ooh, I, dog, I got it. I got it on. I got it ready to go. Because before we talk about quote unquote trash aspects uh, of anime, we have a quick addendum to our what makes a series ten out of ten. There's one thing that we forgot to mention. Demetrius, what did we forget? Soundtracks. To the the soundtracks. Oh my god. Some of the most. <laughs> hype you aspects need, of a you series. need a good you need a good soundtrack and and Here, sometimes Sawano? some yeah like sometimes a really good manga doesn't translate well to an anime because they didn't put the effort into the soundtrack promise neverland mm, good point promise neverland is the prime example of this mm-hmm. and some some soundtracks elevate a series like Big attack time. on titan Ooh, attack on titan soundtrack is god tier if you've I'll never seen the manga to Attack on Titan, go look at it. Just go look at it, and you you see how you'll see how wit and the soundtrack elevated this series to to crazy levels. Mm-hmm. People are wigging out about how the how the final season looks, either loving it or hating it. Let me tell you, it's closer to the manga than what wit did. So yeah, it's true. Very true. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack. So real quick, I think we're all in agreement. The soundtrack is. Very, very, very important in a series for us. Uh, but with that out of the way, we hope you enjoyed um, kind of hearing us, you know, ramble a little bit off script about what we like in series. Uh, some disagreements, but for the most part, we got everything out there that I feel like we wanted to get. So this is the juicy section. This is the final section before we go into lists and overviews and whatever. This is the things we don't like to see in anime sections. The the trash uh aspects if if you get that lowly crap out of here that's right let's go right no 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 (laughs) you you forget i am not a lowly con i am a feminist bro (laughs) (laughs) good reference reference shout out to gintama 10 out of 10 series but um yeah there are a lot of aspects let's just jump right into it saeed elaborate for the people that don't know what you're talking about my guy why don't you want to tell them a little bit about that about the lolis yes let them know <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> okay so back in what year was it did you figure out we talked about this a little spring, bit before. spring 2014 spring 2014 spring 2014 wow it's been a while but i used to watch uh seasonal anime on a weekly basis but spring 2014 i was watching these two series black bullets and what was it akuma no riddle yeah was that yeah, the name that sounds right yeah yeah that's it those two series uh i was watching it weekly i don't know why i was watching them weekly but i ended up watching them weekly and it ties into what this podcast's subject is in that what makes an anime bad these two anime, they were pretty decent, so that's why I kept watching it. But the last two episodes for each respective series started making no sense at all. And Black Bullet in particular was a little weird because there's a lot of lowly stuff. <laughs> and I was like, why am I watching this still? Hindsight, I'm like, I should have never watched it. <laughs> I was, 
that was my first exposure to that type of um, anime. But yeah, story or character or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the the character writing, story writing was very bland. It was bland to the point where it was okay, like passable, like maybe a five out of ten average series. But then by the end, character decisions and um, plot progression made zero sense at all. No Oops. sense. And that was, that's probably one of my biggest, I don't know, pet peeves or things that make an anime bad is even if an anime is decent, the ending, or even if it's good, if the ending makes zero sense, it'll make it bad for me. Mm-hmm. Like if it's yep. completely if left field, makes no sense. Real quick, if there's something we mentioned here that Go we ahead. don't like about anime, like the endings, um, you can flip it, and that's something we do like, if an anime does make sense. So just keep that in mind if we mention stuff that we didn't mention in the last, or we didn't touch on in the last episode. In this section, mm-hmm. you can pretty much just flip it, and that's something we like. But for people that don't know right, what lolis right. are, or lolicon, or lollicon, <laughs> or lollies, these are these are little girls. These are These are little chibi, little cute little girls. Um, that I am also not a fan of because a lot of the time a series will try to toss these cute imageries out maybe even sexualize them which is its own whole weird thing um, to try to get like more casual people or people that are just into the cutesy um, the, the cutesy little aspects of it um, to watch I guess I don't show. have an issue with the lowlies themselves but the weird sexualization of them Mm-hmm. It can be because yeah, there's some good lowly characters, like uh, what's her name in Bleach? Uh, Kenpachi's uh, oh yeah, Saitu. lieutenant, her lieutenant. Yeah, she was uh, cool. His lieutenant. Uh, what was her yeah, name? Yeah, she was cool. The girl from Toradora. Name. The the ti- the the main girl from Toradora, the tiger palm, the, the palm top tiger or whatever. She's a cool lowly, but they tend to be over sexualized, so I'm not. Yeah, that's that the out. weird thing. Yeah, I, that's odd. And I think that bleeds into like another thing, because Demetrius, I'll let you talk about God Eater here in a second. Um, I really don't like when a series will take an aspect, like having the super cutesy art aesthetic, or like God Eater does, having an actual like somewhat high budget art aesthetic to cover up for deficiencies elsewhere. I don't like when they put a lot of effort into one solo aspect and hope that it makes everyone forget about the shortcomings of the series. So you want to you want to talk about? I know we were talking about God Eater a little bit before this. Um, even yeah, though you're not so, done yet, just some issues because I know there are more issues that aren't just related to animation or the way it looks and stuff. Right, right. So I have, I think I have three episodes left, and God Eater isn't like terrible, uh, but the best way to describe it for me is it's it's average. So. There, there's <laughs> like what makes a series good is like setup, um, soundtrack, characters, character driven decisions, things like this, emotion, and and in consequence, and God Eater kind of without you know a lack of better terms is just like half doing all of those things that I'm describing. Um, the soundtrack is actually not bad. And I don't know if it's Netflix on its own that has an audio issue. Um, so shout out to Netflix. If any of you who work for Netflix know this, you should address this. But there's something wrong with the actual like talking audio versus the music and special effects audio. 
um, character decisions are not explored and when they are explored it's like at the last second um, the main character is powering up in ways that really just don't make sense and yeah there, there's just there's some issues with it that I have overall um, the animation actually looks like really good but the enemies look pretty bad so it's and I've never played the game so I don't have that background but to me it feels like a watered down attack on Titan Ufotable and Wit are both huge studios that have you know really good animation prestige um, however in the case of God Eater it just didn't get the elevation that like attack on Titan received so it, it looks like especially because I think it came out after the anime anyway it came out after attack on Titan it looks like they were basing the whole survival of humanity aspect like hitting that pretty hard at that time kind of makes it fall under attack on Titan's shadow it's not terrible but it's really not good either so that's I mean that's my two cents on on, on that um, yeah, and I, th I think it highlights, like, an issue that we didn't touch on and stuff that we, like, well, we kind of did with, like, animation, soundtrack in the beginning of this, uh, writing, but it's the thing that a lot of anime people either love to point to or hate to point to as the reason why series is good or bad, and that's just the production behind it. Um, yeah. Can, can really, really be tough, and I feel like people have kind of a misunderstanding about anime production. I've watched a few videos uh, from Shout Out to Anime AJ and stuff talking about it. Um, like, typically when you're talking about production or an anime looking bad or sounding bad or something like that, the consensus that the community has is like, let's throw more money at the series, right? And let's get some really talented animators or some really talented writers or really good directors like with huge resumes right the, the consensus is let's throw a lot of money but ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast i would like to present to you the first part of dragon ball super the um realm of god or battle of gods and um resurrection f redos and boys did that did that look good at all oh no nope was it was the production high on that at all or, or did it look like, nope. as a whole, <laughs> it did the not. production was high? It did not. But Toei was funneling money into Dragon Ball Super. They were pumping it with millions and millions of dollars because Dragon Ball makes some money. So it just shows that production isn't just about money because you can keep throwing stuff and it's not going to immediately fix something. It's more about the direction that something takes from that. And Oh, Oh, that can definitely you know, affect a series. You know, you know it makes another series. You know it makes a series bad, in my opinion. Just like too much of anything. So mm. if you have like too much fan service, is one of my biggest pet oh peeves. Oh my god! <laughs> if there's if yep. if they're having like a serious thing, and all of a sudden like a girl pops out of her shirt, and some other girl like falls out of her pants, like yep. come on! Now Very we're chill. just now we're just <laughs> pandering. Mm -hmm. That's fairy what was it? Oh, he said fairy tale, bro. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like it just, it just, it, you can't do that. I understand doing it sometimes, 
if if there's an opportunity for it but if you do it all the time yo we got a problem that's why personally like what is the there's a series on that just ended in jump uh called yuragi so no yuna or the anime was called like yuna and the haunted hot springs and that series is predicated on fan service it is yeah it sounds like it would be yeah it's girls left and right just losing their clothes and main character getting in very lewd unintentional situations like that it panders to an audience but that's personally something like demetrius that i can't get behind when Mm -hmm. there's one gag and that's the gag they use the whole time Mm -hmm. Um, very single-minded anime design beyond just fan service too like if there's gratuitous gore for no reason like the Mm -hmm. ovas back in the late 90s all used to just be like super edgy let's kill some people blood going everywhere for like whatever reason um Mm -hmm. too much of one thing i agree can kind of detract from a series you need to have balance you need to have balance right right Mm -hmm. one thing for me uh there's this thing in fiction and fantasy writing in general it's called the rule of magic like in which a fictional setting or fantasy or whatever sets up these rules that their quote-unquote magic in the series has and what i don't like is in some series if they retcon some of the things as they go along in a way like if they break their own rules it it mm-hmm. it ruins mm. the immersion it makes you think of the fact like okay so everything you set up before doesn't matter it doesn't right. count that type of thing mm-hmm. i don't like like an example of that like you know correct me if i'm wrong but in and it may not be like breaking the rules but they definitely changed the way naruto jutsus worked yep like at first it was hand signs uh chakra like that was almost every episode Mm-hmm. And then you get to Shippuden or near the end of Shippuden and people just have techniques and Keke Genkai's. No one's throwing up hand signs anymore. Chakra pools don't really matter or not even emphasize as much. Exactly. Yeah. Like people are just able to do things. crazy things. Go back and right, listen to right. That's Naruto. an example of go back and listen to that. That's episode. a that's an example of breaking the rules of quote unquote magic of your series. Fairy Tale did, did that all the time. Which is one of the main reasons I did not like the series. They literally had this one moment where this one character had something. The the ability of that ability was it breaks the rules of magic. I'm like, what's the point? Yep. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> but and on the like- flip side, just like discussion wise, on the flip side, you have a series like Hunter Hunter with Nen, and there's a character in there that does the same thing that breaks the rules. The but funny thing about Hunter it, Hunter's magic system is it's pretty it solid. has like a built yeah it, it, one of the most solid combat systems and I've seen in anime and shonen in general. But there's like a built-in ass pull clause. Yeah, it's kind of genius <laughs> and weird. Yeah, yep. like the whole what's it what's it even called again? It's like the not condition. condition. It's the conditions. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like a built-in it, ass pull ability. It's like condition and it starts with a D. I could have sworn. Yeah. I can't remember it's, it right now. It's, it's yeah, something. but that whole thing, yeah, where you can, it's like a built-in ass pull thing, 
which is kind of genius. Yeah, you have your rules of whatever your stand- power does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can yeah. opt to give something up or put a condition on it um, to make it stronger against certain things. But you, it adds like another rule onto that individual, uh, if that makes right, sense. So like right. you could have kind of a whack ability, but then you could be like, I'm going to make this ability a one-hit kill only against this certain group of people. And if I use it against somebody else that's not in this certain group of people, it's either not going to work or I'm going to die. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel some type of way about that, but that's another topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the fairy tale discussion is bringing me into probably the biggest offender of something I don't like in anime series, something that will make quote unquote like or be a quote unquote trash aspect of an anime series, and that is when it relies too much on tropes bro fairy tale spoiler alert fairy tale spoiler alert right now skip forward like 30 seconds i'm giving you the opportunity right now even though this would save you so much time i'm starting the spoilers (laughs) now the lat one of the last enemies not the last enemy one of the last enemies zerif has the power to like control time or something like that and natsu's power he's the fire dragon slayer so he can use fire attacks has no effect on the changing of time or the adjustment of time until he's losing the fight and his friends all in different parts of this area <laughs> that are fighting their own fights are like, we need Natsu to win. And he feels their energy. He feels the, the need that they have for him to win. And all of a sudden, because his friends are counting on him, his fire can literally burn through time. Like, <laughs> like, oh, like, when you get that my friends are counting on me power-up, yes, it's funny to see. Yes, in some situations, it actually, like, makes sense and can be very, very impactful. But when series like Fairy Tale overuse tropes over and over and over again to the point where it's like you're just expecting that to happen, right? That's when I have, that's when I have a big issue. Uh, on the yeah, flip that trope side, is very tricky. Yeah, on the, it has to be executed side, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right, like Rob Lucci Luffy. I yeah, that was that was done that's well. a good example. Um, but on the flip side, there is the rare occasion where a trope. I'm not going to say the series because I don't think everyone here has seen them, but there's the rare occasion where a trope happens and happens and happens to the point where you're expecting something to happen, and then at the very end, it doesn't happen, and emotionally that hits you. So, I'm not saying mm. that the use of tropes is bad, but the overuse of certain tropes, like random power-ups because your friends are counting on you, like surviving because someone needs your help, uh, or you just get a random power-up that saves you, like weird kind of, like Saeed said, ass pulls like that of power, or of survival, or of plot armor for some reason, that consistently mm-hmm. have the same payoff um that really really detracts from a story for me to the yeah, point where it's there like been you series. already know what's gonna happen there's no sense yep. of danger like we talked about in the last episode that's another aspect like if a series is too predictable you're like what's the point mm-hmm. lack mm-hmm. of weight if there's no weight and this is a common thing that i talked about with wes multiple times like dragon yep. ball super mm-hmm. is not again not terrible that has lots of great parts however they don't have like the the fights don't have the same weight 
some fights just don't have the same weight that Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z did. Mm-hmm. And the mix of emotional and actual weight, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. And on the topic of Super Two, I think this is a good opportunity to show where it could either the the introduction of a trope and the use of a trope could either be good for the series going down the road or bad for the series. Super spoilers again, Dragon Ball or spoilers again, Dragon Ball Super spoilers. Skip ahead like a minute. Um, starting now, Ultra Instinct, such a cool power up or power up at the end of the series. Some very, very cool... I would argue the best of Dragon Ball Super scenes came with Ultra Instinct Goku, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the power of the gods. He's gonna win when he uses that, except when he didn't. But Ultra Instinct Goku could turn into the big red button of sorts that you push it at the end of whatever arc, and he uses it, and he always wins. That's something like Fairy Tail would do, or it could be sprinkled here and there as something. It's... It's a decision that the writing cast is, or the writing uh, team is going to have to decide what they want to do with it, how they want to balance it. But something like that is um, is kind of worrying as a Dragon Ball fan, but also intriguing to see where it's going. But if you just have that constant like win now button that a series can have, whether it is a super technique that can one shot anyone. Or a <laughs> spear bomb, um, spear bomb, yo. <laughs> or spirit a sword, or ooh, the spirit, bro. Don't get me started on spirit sword. <laughs> Dope, but doesn't make sense. Uh, anyways, one shot oh, technique. That, that's a or... that's a perfect segue though. That's a perfect ooh, segue go, into lack of explanations. Like yep, if you ahead, introduce if you introduce something into your your show, your series, your anime, your manga, whatever, it has to be properly explained at least to a degree otherwise it just feels like an ass pull Mm -hmm. if it's not explained it just looks and feels terrible to the point where if you ever try to reference it or show it in other characters it just feels like generic compared to the rest of it so that's Uh i mean that's that's one thing and i'll think of an example here in a minute but that's one thing that really detracts or at least like undercuts whatever you're trying to do in your in your story. Mm-hmm. Um, I challenge you guys out there to go back on all the anime you've seen or whatever and pick out and comment on our Instagram at Backlog Bebop on the announcement. Uh, a moment in an anime where a character did something with zero setup that ended up winning, uh, winning the day for them. The, the, literary, the literary term is like a deus ex machina. Something that comes out of nowhere to that's really just made for the good guys to win. Um, comment below. You're explaining every single fairy tale arc. Yeah, yeah I was, saying, every, I was really trying tale. not to say fairy tale. If you can't but it's tell, fairy tale. It's, fairy tale is... Mm, it's the perfect people example. People love fairy tale, but it's not the best mm-hmm. again it brings up the thing i mentioned i don't know if it was on the last podcast earlier this podcast or in between when we were talking but good animation and a good soundtrack sometimes is very deceiving people people heart, like latch onto that and boost up a series's quality or mm-hmm. goodness the fairy tale soundtrack word. is awesome it is yeah. awesome animation's that's- solid too mm-hmm Yo, low Let's key, just say low key, good yeah, plot it is, it is pretty dope. 
if you know what I'm like the promised neverland has some also like really good soundtracks they just didn't use and i don't know why because they would have again would have elevated it but mm-hmm. isabella's it a big song factor. is a good soundtrack it, isabella's song would have been perfect if they played it more emma's theme was uh-huh. very intense and they only played it like a, an astounding two or three times mm-hmm. i would it's say just, that actually ugh. it, it it goes back to at the beginning of this podcast we were talking about overuse of one aspect is something that really hurts an anime series but underuse of a bunch of different aspects is something that can hurt an anime series not yeah, giving us true. enough of a certain soundtrack not giving us enough of uh, whatever quality animation because like using Dragon Ball as an example Dragon Ball Super especially the ending of the Tournament of Power fights were beautifully animated, extremely fluid. But we didn't get enough of that. It didn't... Those The end of the series is where you finally got some sort of weight to punches or weight to confrontations. But throughout the rest of the series, there really is none of that, right? Having, having the pedigree or having the ability to sprinkle things throughout a series and make it more of an even watch... But not doing mm-hmm. that is something that's super, super sinful, I think, when it comes to when it comes to anime series in general. Like Barakamon, I think, is a good example of a series that has a unique plot. Um, it has very good comedy. It has some very, very good character moments. And it's not afraid to constantly give you all of that, right? soundtrack is pretty mm-hmm. solid it's not like they had a lot of really good comedy at the end and they saved it just for the end there are li- there are little moments here and there that all kind of add up to making it that enjoyable experience whereas i don't know a show like i don't think either of you guys have seen this this mech show like star driver that i actually really really like has some really really strong fights sprinkled throughout it with this crazy awesome fight all the way at the end but they like story dump you all the way at the end of the series like the last few episodes and it's like where was this the entire time right yeah um so underuse of underuse of something or even even that technique i just mentioned dumping things on the on the viewer like crazy like exposition only episodes right they can work but too many of them or too dense of exposition <laughs> episodes can hurt you that's what I'm like hunter saying. hunter like hunter hunter oh. where uh, togashi just literally writes paragraphs okay Oosh. so we we all love hunter hunter here but the latest chapters <laughs> where the pages are like one guy's face in the bottom right corner and then all the panels are just text please that hire a, a illustrator mr togashi togashi oh sensei hire kubo or no, yep. hire Kishimoto. Hire he's not doing anything right now. He got oh. he got dumped for Kubo. <laughs> he got axed. And Kishimoto yep. owes you one for stealing a lot of your content. He does. Just ask him. True. true he true. does. We'll talk about this on our Hunter Hunter episode sometime in the future. But Hunter Hunter is a very influential manga. If not Big for Hunter time. Hunter, things in Naruto wouldn't happen. And if not for Naruto, My Hero and Black Clover wouldn't happen. So, shout out Hunter Hunter. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So you guys, you guys want to throw out some hot takes do you have any particular trash anime you want to call out sword art online is garbage sword art online is horrible 
It, the thing is, usually I don't watch trash. I avoid it. Usually, what I watch is, I guess, community general consensus at least good, or actually, community general consensus great. Sometimes I don't think it's as it's as great as what other people say, but very rarely have I run across a series where I had to drop. Fairy Tale might be the only series I've actually dropped while reading Yours. it. While so being invested covered. so much, usually, usually when I read a long-running series, I don't drop it because I have hope. Fairy Tale, so cover hope. your ears. Hope. Yeah, cover your ears because you're not gonna like this one. Fairy Tale, not gonna like ending this over and over and over again in bad yeah, ways from arc to arc at one point, and I had to drop it. So that's probably my quote-unquote hot take. It's true. Seven Deadly Sins did the same thing. They they pulled a Naruto two and left it open-ended so they get a sequel. I hate when it does that. But Sayi, close your mm. ears. You're not going to like this take. Demetrius, stand up I'm with curious. me. Stand up stand with me up on with our, okay. on our uh, what's the, what is it? The box people say they're stand, they're soapbox. And, soapbox. And scream it from the heavens. Neon Genesis Evangelion is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I do not, I do not enjoy <laughs> Evangelion. And, and I mean, like part of it, again, is I feel like it was sold to me like a mech. And then I watched it and it was really just teenage angst. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but yeah. that's that's kind of what I feel about it. And the ending, garbage. Don't even don't even at me. I don't care. It's, <laughs> well, it's I like the ending garbage. a lot. <laughs> okay, Saeed. Don't at me. It's just. Did you watch really? the movie? I did watch yes. the movie. I watched it with him on it. I still oh. didn't like it. Oh, well, I liked it. Oh man, see, that's a that's a this good thing. That's a good take. We can have differing differing opinions and not be disrespectful. Yeah, it's possible, exactly. guys. It's possible. Because, see, while I very much dislike Evangelion, I would not have met our friend Amonit had it not been for the fact that I saw his phone wallpaper was Evangelion and I talked to him about it. And I can see and understand why people... Same with Devilman Crybaby. I can see and understand why people would like it. Right? I think I prefer Crybaby more to Evangelion, but... 100%. I do. It's, it's, it's just like... It, it kind of goes to those themes. Like, what themes do you enjoy in your show? Like, mm-hmm. are you are you going to watch something for, for the fights and the characters? Or are you watching something that's trying to make, like, a, a statement about the world and what, like, people's uh, instinctual desires are? Mm-hmm. So I will even admit though... it was a very, very interesting series in the case that it was weird. Admittedly, it was weird, but I appreciated the weirdness. Uh, even Very though this odd. is the while well, we think of more, no, well, we think fair. of more hot takes. Uh, even though this is kind of the what we don't like uh, in anime episodes, do you guys have one particular theme that you really do like seeing in an anime? Like for me, I love it. Um, I mentioned it earlier, like the subverting expectation stuff. But all these series in general, I really like kind of the slice of life. Uh, characters discovering what they want to do and who they want to be types of stories. So that's like my personal... That's why I like Initial D. That's why I like Beck Mongolian and Chop Squad. Great Teacher Onizuka. Those are my three favorite of all time. So you like coming-of-age stories? Yeah, I really, really, mm. really like coming-of-age stories. So do you guys have like themes... Boys on, or Kids on the Slope, another really good one, underrated. Uh, do you guys have a type of story or a type of theme uh, that you prefer to see? Or like when you see it, you know you're probably going to like this. I'd probably say something I call proper friendship. So, like, 
I enjoy Hunter Hunter's main friendship of Gon and Killua. I really enjoy mm-hmm. the the character interactions and how they basically p- play with each other, call each other on their BS, like things like that makes mm-hmm. it feel very realistic. Um, and an example of something that didn't, I feel like didn't do that very well is Naruto. Naruto and Sasuke is not believable. The better right. Naruto and Sasuke, Gon and Killua. Like for sure, like hundred percent. That for me is like a huge, huge plus to any series. Yeah, my little thing is kind of weird because mine is if a series is able to make me cry, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably like it. I mean, you brought up I don't the know. emotional. Hey, you should watch Violet yeah. Evergarden, bro. Yeah, yeah I, I started it. Well, I have to finish Iron Blood Orphans first. Say. That's right, you should finish Iron Blooded Orphans for <laughs> Yes. But yeah, months. I feel like... <laughs> because we got it's been some... years. It's, it might have been two years. Because looking forward, sure. uh, dear listeners, looking forward to our future podcasts, we have discussed things like uh, like favorite, top ten animal, be- anim- animal betrayals, bro. <laughs> animal betrayals, betrayals. no. The hawk uh, betrayed everyone. <laughs> oh, I mean, chill. Mm-hmm. I mean, true, but chill. Uh, but we've discussed things like top ten anime betrayals, like favorite protagonists, uh, favorite genres, like different things in different genres. We, that's why we're kind of giving you our unfiltered likes and dislikes in anime, so you'll understand some of these lists or some of these topics that we uh, we hit further. And Iron Blood of Orphans has a few things in it that I want to touch on in some of these lists, but Saeed has to finish them first. So I'll get to it. I'll finish it by the time we do one of those episodes, probably. Hopefully, there we, there we go. But um, any other any other anime hot takes here before we close up? I mean, uh, the the big thing for for me, and it's kind of similar to what Saeed said, is if a series is really bad, usually I'll just drop it. And if okay. you want names of some of the things that I've dropped, do it. <laughs> uh, I've dropped. I just didn't like uh, Cannon Busters, unfortunately. I know it was made by uh, a fellow black gentleman in Japan, but I, I couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. It, it The yeah. story just felt like it was everywhere. Um, Blood Lad. Like oh, that. Yeah. Uh, and this one, I feel like I, I was judging it way too hard, so I might come back to it, is... Um, a certain magical index. Mm-hmm. I dropped that. The spinoff is better. Spinoff is yeah, better. Yeah, I've heard about what was it? What was it? Uh, the railgun one. Yeah. Um. I dropped Yo. the TV anime of Dead Man Wonderland. Mm. Because the manga is better. Manga is hundred percent better. Manga master race. But th- those podcast. are the ones that I'd usually like dropped. Like I just said, Did you notice there's what's no not? way. There's no way I'm coming back. He knows what's not on that list. People who've been listening to us for, or have been listening to us for a while, and get this inside joke. You know what's not on that list? Ungo. <laughs> I finished it, <laughs> but still. There we go. <laughs> um, yo, I have an anime hot take real quick that goes back to my VMI days, uh, in undergrad. Anime hot take: If your favorite three anime of all time are Attack on Titan, Sword Art Online, and Attack on Titan Season 2, you need to watch more anime. Yeah, that's true. 
you need because to you just need to experience more in fact i would say at that point you're almost not even you're a fledgling anime fan if that that would be that would be my my take because i don't know I maybe mean, it's maybe you gotta it's start somewhere you gotta i mean that's not really somewhere. like but, I'm not going to fault you for having those favorites for now, but if you've been in this, I guess if you've been watching anime for a while and those are your favorites, just know that you're going to have to really defend yourself here. I guess I guess what I'm trying to say, actually, is if those are your favorite series and you just started watching anime, they're not your favorite series. And don't try to come up with like a favorite list until you experienced a different... Um, a, like a broad depth or a broad dearth of series. Shout out to my friend Jim. He <laughs> just started listening to the podcast. <laughs> yes. Did he say girth? No, I said dearth. Oh, I said okay. dearth. I said dearth. I thought he said girth. Uh, shout, I was like, whoa. Shout out to my boy Jim. He just started listening to the podcast. Uh, when we were in law school together, he'd watch like Naruto, Bleach, Dragon Ball Z, all that. Recently just got into kind of the like rom com type of series and is loving it. So if you're a new person to anime... Um, give give stuff a chance is what I'm trying to say. I guess at the end of the day, that's not a hot take, but don't try to compile a list of your favorite stuff until you actually have established, kind of like what we just went through here, your likes and dislikes in series, because you never know what's going to shock you. One of my yeah. favorite series, mm-hmm. if you listen to our Jose episode of recent years, actually ended up being Jose, and I didn't even know it. So, Just hey, make sure to experience stuff, a give lot. Give stuff a chance. Mm-hmm. 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 Just, when just you're at the anime conventions, when you're at the anime conventions and they're having live showings of certain dirty anime series, you know, go check it out because you might end up <laughs> you you might end up like it. <laughs> you trying I mean, to you you tr- are you trying to recommend all, people see like Mother Knows Breast or something? What are you doing here, bro? I I mean, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but go people watch those lines. Go people one of the watch best titles for an anime I've ever heard of. It's 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 a very clever title. That's yes. It's that's not an anime for definitely good little not boys and an anime like for us. for kids. It is a very dirty, <laughs> very dirty idea. But with all that being said, with some of these jokey hot takes out of the way, and some not not jokey hot takes, honestly, I think Sword Art Online is kind of kind of garbage outside of the first season. But neither here nor there. I never even tried um, watching it because because of the disrespect people. Had comparing "quote unquote" black swordsman to the one true black swordsman. When I oh. first, yeah, true. When I yeah. first watched after it, that, I was like, I'm not watching this series in my life. When I first watched it, I thought that it was kind of cool. But when I revisit to think about everything that it did and what it was set out to do, it just it's wrong. It just didn't do what it what it kind of was shown to do. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's the same reason I never watched Frozen. People, when Frozen was out, people were saying it's better than Lion King. I'm not watching this crap. I know it's not better than Lion King. Still haven't watched it. It's not better than Lion King. They lied to you, <laughs> no, whoever no, that no. was. Tangled but, uh, is better than Frozen. Ooh, that's a hot take. I like no, this. fight I like me. Tangled I don't care. It's true. <laughs> no, no, Tangled I'm not really saying good. you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I know people that would say you're wrong. Yo, I know people. I, I know. I'll take I'll take short hair. I'll take short hair, brown hair, Rapunzel any day of the week, bro. Bro, she's cute. Over Elsa and Anna, bro. 100% a better protagonist. Um, better female lead. But And better, oh, exposition. You hear that? Exposition? Uh-huh. Let's talk uh-huh. about everything in the story. Wow. B- better writing. What a better foreign writing, concept. Except, 
Accepted the Kingdom Hearts levels of of Frozen and Tangled. They're both equally bad. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, still anyways, en- I still enjoy Tangled more. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 is just... It's, it's another it's trash bad. anime. That's what it is. Yo, we have... Before I do our outro, this is running a little longer than I expected, but we have a Lost episode. That's just Demetrius and I when we were first testing this. And this man, it was right after Kingdom Hearts 3, um, I believe. Dog, you kind of went off on Kingdom Hearts 3 in that last episode. It we deserves might release it. that it's, on, a, it's on trash. a rainy day. I'm still, I'm still, I'm not mad at the game anymore, but it's like when you get hurt. Like, say if you were walking on the sidewalk and you weren't paying attention and you really like taking this route and all of a sudden you trip and you skin your knee. You know, you still like that path, but you'll never forget what it did to you. That's a good way to kind of say how I feel about Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, man. It's a breakup Yo. you got over with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hey, that might be that might be included on a future podcast because, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to also say we have some video game podcasts cooking with favorite po- video games, least favorite video games. So just get, Ooh, get ready for oh, those. Yes. But... But um, interesting lists. We already put these together. Interesting lists. Varied lists. Uh, but with all of that being said, with a little preview of things to come, uh, knowing some of the stuff we like from last episode slash kind of this episode, and a lot of the stuff we don't like in anime, just look forward to us actually diving into, uh, even though it'll be more short form, different types of themes, different types of series, a lot of stuff going forward. We have seen nothing but positive growth uh, in the community around us since we started doing weekly anime podcasts, since we started doing all this. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank uh, you. To everybody. Thank you very much. Last episode was episode 25, by the way. This is episode 26, technically. Um, so road to thank 100. you all for sticking around. The road to 100 with the, with the giveaway at the end of... My copies of Ungo and Sea Control begins <laughs> now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Saeed's road to finish Iron Blooded Orphans with the giveaway of the high grade Barbatos is ever, ever onward. But with everything being <laughs> said, dear listeners, thank you for joining us again on this podcast. We enjoy doing it for you. Uh, we're happy that there are even just some amount of people out there that we can make happy with our conversations and our musings. Until next time, my friends, stay safe. Coronavirus is still going on, so watch out. Be as safe as you can. Continue watching Mask anime. Up. Wash your my hands. My name is Wes. Wash your hands, yes. Dr. Squatch, hit me up for the body soul. Come on, come on. Uh, but my name is Wes. That was Demetrius and Saeed. You guys know what to hit them with. This will be continued. Bebop, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs>